Thank you, Tim, for having me on. Great to be with you. Generally, I wish all your listeners a Merry Christmas. Same to you. Uh, generally speaking, as I understand it, uh, the, the the lines that separate districts forty six and forty seven. Now, and you're in forty seven, Senator Cousert in forty six. That, that separate the district east and west. Uh, the new map separates it north and south, and 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 gives you some more geography. What does it do to that district? Your district in particular. What does it do to District forty seven? Well, a lot of things move north. Uh, Senator Clint Dixon will move up in to take over a good portion of Bear County. Uh, I've picked up a good bit more of Athens and a little bit more in Jackson County, and I was able to keep all of Madison County here. So the uh, I have the four four counties that I uh, serve in, and as I tell people, I said I'm elected to serve everybody in the state, but the people in those four counties decide how long. <laughs> and you are, you're telling me you are going to run for re-election in 2022. You first elected back in 2011, so you're beginning a second decade now. Uh, is still the fire in the belly to serve the folks in Senate District 47? Yes, sir. I, I Absolutely. I, for me, it's something where you can look back and say, hey, take the state where we started when I first got into office. Terrible recession. Nothing was going on uh, economic-wise. I was chair of economic development and tourism in my second term. We became the number one state in the nation to do business during that tenure. For me, it's how can we make life better for Georgians? And I've been doing that ever since I've been in office. I've got the opportunity to chair several committees, everything from natural resources, regulated industries, of course, economic development again, and and now I serve as transportation chair, and I love helping people. You know, I'm definitely not the smartest guy down there at the Capitol, but uh, I don't think anybody's going to outwork me or try to make sure that that I'm available for whatever it is that my constituents need. Said this a moment ago, and, and said it because it's true. I don't know anything other than the man's name and that he's from Jackson County. It appears to be a young man by the name of Ross Harvin has said he is going to run in Senate District 47 and is going to run uh, as a Republican. In other words, will challenge you in the GOP primary in May. Uh, you've had opposition before, but it's it's been Democrat opposition. And given the way the district is configured, mostly token opposition. You know anything about this guy who says he wants to challenge you in this race? And what do you make of the fact that you're drawing primary opposition. Well, I've, I've had primary opposition in the Republican Party before and uh, continue to, to run and, and try to make sure I, I run on me. I'm not here to, to uh, do anything, to sling any mud, push anybody down. That doesn't make me stand any taller. It's a free country, and if people want to want to run for office, I, I applaud that for run, running for office. I, I do uh, hate the idea, just like I see in the governor's race, when we've got a great uh, candidate and a great elected official that's serving the people of the state, why do we want to uh, not all rally behind that person and make make the, the trip easier to run into the general? One of the things that Republicans are notorious for, and unfortunately the, uh, I see it happen far too often, we form a firing squad and we get into a circle and we shoot at each other. And, and all that does is, is help the, the opposition. You know, Tim, I, I I voted for President Trump three times. Said they uh, and and there's never been a better president in my mind than than uh, President Donald Trump. For me, he ran on what he said he was going to do, and he did what he said. The uh, uh, I, I know that there's situations where, you know, we've got a great governor here in Georgia. There's times when I didn't agree with with President Trump. There's times when I didn't agree with with Governor Kemp. 
But, you know, that's because if we all thought the same, that means one of us is not thinking. <laughs> and for me, you know, it's a it's a free country, and I'm glad that people can, can get out and run for office. But for me, I'm, I'm running on me and my record of, of service to the citizens in the 47th District. Oh, Senator Frank Gim with us. I'm reading between the lines of what you said there, and it, it seemed pretty clear. It sounds to me, if, if the legislature is going to be asked, and it looks like it will be going to be asked to divide into camps, you're you're with Team Camp here. You're going to support the governor in this. Am I, or am I reading too much into what you just said? Yes, sir, Sydney. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, fully supportive of Governor Kemp. You know, one of the things, I, I hate it that, that, that President Trump and uh, Governor Kemp have gotten uh, aside from each other and, and uh, don't know exactly what the root cause of that is. I, I do know there's decisions that are made on both parties that, you know, I, I'd say, well, I, I don't know that I would have done that. But for me, nobody uh, is, is going to be your 100% person unless you just quit thinking. And and to me, uh, Governor Kemp, I look at our state. When when I first started in the office, our rainy day fund in the state of Georgia was 116 million dollars. Today, said the, uh, the our rainy day fund is almost a fourth of our state budget. It's 6.3 billion dollars, and to me, you can't do that without great leadership from Governor Deal and Governor Kemp the, uh, to move our state forward and keep it open. And when you talk about mask mandates. Hey, I, I don't I don't ever you know somebody that wants to wear a mask that's fine. Said so the uh, I'll encourage people to get vaccinated, but at the same token, that's a decision that they need to make. They need to come to terms with, and we're we're working through this pandemic. But but I look at what's happened in our state, and you, you can't do this without great leadership. And Governor Kemp has been a great leader for our state, and for me, I'm a hundred percent in his camp. Again, Madison County Senator Frank Ginn with us here. Uh, you'll know this off the top of your head. Probably I don't. What's, what's day one for the legislative session next year? No, obviously early January, less than a month away. When do you folks report for duty there in Atlanta? Always the second Monday this year. I believe it's Monday, January 10th. Monday, January 10th. Uh, and obviously the one thing you'll have to do, and at some point get down to this and deal with a budget, pass a budget after balancing a budget and get the governor to sign it. The one thing you're constitutionally compelled to do, all that other stuff, what is some of that other stuff going to be? What do we think is going to be driving the train in this year's legislative session? Well, the, the uh, I, I can speak to some of the things that are – kind of hot on my issues right now we're we've been working on some freight and logistics studies and and how do we move goods and services throughout our state a little better how do we handle some of those transportation issues one of the things for me we we've had an airport study committee where we've looked at you know georgia is is of course centric to atlanta the capital city but when we look at all over georgia one of the things that that uh, and i'll quote one of our our uh, folks at, at our last study committee meeting last week in Jackson County, the uh, the, the rule is is that when you look at uh, if you build a mile of highway, you get a mile down the road. If you build a mile of runway, you can go anywhere in the world. <laughs> and one of the things that we're trying to do with our airports uh, work is to improve our rural airports all over the state because those bring economic development and jobs to every part, every corner of the state of Georgia. And for me, we want we got to make sure it's not just centered around Atlanta, but it's all over Georgia, that everybody in Georgia sees that benefit. We look at uh, one of the things there in, in Jackson County, they've, they've got a great airport, but 
when you start bringing in some of the size jets that are coming in for like SK batteries and others, hey, those things take a, a much longer runway and something that's built to handle that weight. So how do we improve those things? Well, you could look at the air. As long as we're talking about that, you could look at Ben Epps in Athens. I mean, there's an airport that's closer than Hartsfield-Jackson. What can you do there? Right now we're doing a a parallel uh, taxiway, replacing that, upgrading the weight. Uh, You know, one of the things that's great is our football team gets to to fly in probably the largest jet that comes into Athens, Mm -hmm. but the, the runways and the taxiways are not built for that kind of weight. So we're improving that right now. We've got a project going on with Athens Clark County to, to and and that's under construction. I've been out there a couple times to check on the construction. It's it's where we all gotta work together. You work from the, the federal, the state and the local government to, to make Georgians' lives better. Yeah, that would. I gather the, the there's a, there, of course used to be a federal subsidy for some of the commercial air traffic that we no longer have out there. Any any shot at getting any of that back? Or does that also hinge on airport improvements? We, we have a, a great funding formula for our airports. The, uh, uh, if we work it right, we, we can get 95% uh, funding between the federal government and the state. So the, uh, the state uh, always puts 75% into a lot of these airport projects. It's just a matter of lining up and, and making those things happen. And that's where, you know, airport, uh, whether you're a small 3,000-foot runway or whether you're a 10,000-foot uh, runway or, or five of them like Hartsfield, they're important for business in Georgia, and, and we recognize that, and we want to try to improve that. Uh, Senator Frank Gamm, got to leave it there. Thanks for your time this morning. Best of luck moving forward. The session starting in January. Merry Christmas. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Tim. Bye-bye.